On this edition of the Golf Digest Fantasy Podcast, we are talking the Valero Texas Open. Welcome back to the Golf Digest Podcast. I'm Joel Beal. Joining me in studio is Stephen Hennessy and Christopher Powers. We are talking the Valero Texas Open. Uh, boys, not a lot of history to this event. Um, definitely not one of the jewels of the schedule, but um, you know, it's still a PGA Tour event. Uh, interesting field. Uh, only one guy in the top 20, and that's Sergio Garcia, is playing this week. But there are some interesting names kind of scouted throughout. So, Chris, we'll start with you. Who's one guy that kind of pops up the paper for you this week? I mean, the layup pick of the week is Charlie Hoffman, of course. Charlie Hoffman Invitational. Uh, per Golf Channel's Justin Ray, he's 41 under at TPC San Antonio since 2010. Such an amazing stat. And, then, and the next person was Aaron Badley yeah, at like at 18, 30, right. 18 under. And then uh, more than double that. Obviously, got a win here, 2016. He's got six finishes inside the top 13, and his other like seven starts here. Uh, hasn't been great this year compared to last year. He made like four million dollars without even winning a tournament. But he's slow, uh, you know, quietly improving. T14 at Bay Hill, T12 at Augusta, T23 last week, which no one saw on, <laughs> on Sunday. But uh, you know, there's there's Tiger at Firestone, and then there's Charlie Hoffman at PDC. <laughs> oh, wow, tradition unlike any other. <laughs> so uh, I like Charlie this week. Speaking of which, the Harbor Town tape delay. Yeah, it's you know. Would have loved to have seen it, to be honest. It's one of my favorite courses I'm sure of the we'll, year. I'm sure we'll see Sunday at TBC San Antonio, but not, uh, not this Harbor is, Town, this, this is true. You know, at least we got to see you know see it eventually. But, man, it was – because I've actually – one of my ideas to help speed up play is you just tape everything beforehand and then that way show it and cut up tape. That right. way we're not seeing these five-and-a-half-hour rounds. It's but, like watching it on DVR, just fast-forwarding through. Exactly, yeah. but I think Harbor Town was a, a very severe counter to that and showed you just the anarchy. I will give PGA Tour credit. They acted like the event was actually live because nothing updated. Usually the site's very good at updating real-time stats, but they acted like what we were seeing on TV was they live. They just went dark. Yeah, yeah it Pretended was, it was like 2009. It was throwing me for a loop as I was writing an article. Like, this doesn't seem right. I feel like Siwoo Kim's uh, putting some worse than this. And sure enough, that was that was a culprit at play. But yeah, it, they were in a tough position with the weather. But it, it does sound like, uh, per our John Strage, uh and CBS, it does sound like they're working on a solution for that in the future. So it don't, I don't think we'll have too many obstacles to go over in, in future situations like that but yeah not not great but a little off topic so steve how about you number, number first pick for you this week uh a guy who's playing as well as anyone really in the world right now is luke list and you think of luke list as a bomber which he is he's always in the top five in driving distance but um he finished t3 at harbor town last week which is really the anti-bombers paradise mm-hmm. uh so that speaks to his complete game right now and how i think he's poised to break out for a win and every ball striking stat pretty much backs that up um but to me it's the around the game uh you know that's so strong with him and also just the ball striking um and at this course you know Luke Liss is a bomber and you know driver really plays here if you look at the past champions and past leaderboards uh that's the that's the guys who tend to do well here it's a longer course 70 7400 yards bunch of long par fours so especially with the wind it could play even farther so anyway Luke List you know he's trending so well and I think he's one of the favorites in a field that's like you said is so weak you know Luke List this could be the week for him and last week was far from an aberration he had that great showing in the Honda Classic as well of course that's not 
all, very similar to Harvard. I'm not necessarily known as a bomber's paradise. Sure. So he's certainly trending the right way. And it'll be interesting. He's he's still a very young guy. And now that he's not necessarily a one-trick pony, it'll be interesting to see kind of where his game goes from here. For me, first guy is Ryan Palmer. And really, aside from ranking 19th in strokes game off the tee, statistics don't really paint a really pretty picture of him this year, which could explain really he had that nice showing at the Farmers Insurance Open where he uh, was in the playoff with uh, Jason Danox Norm. But besides that, he really hasn't done anything of merit. Uh, but we have to put that aside because he's been lights out at this tournament. He has, since it's moved to TPC San Antonio, he has four top tens at this venue, including three consecutive top six finishes. So, I mean, to be frank, there's not really anything else to promote about Ryan Palmer other than this track record. So, I mean, I guess let's get to the real news. Our boy Steve got engaged over the weekend. <laughs> All right. Yep. Congrats, Steve. Steve, any info you'd like to add to that? From Ryan Palmer to my engagement, you're it's not the best seamless. color man in the business. <laughs> pretty seamless transition, right? Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. It was an exciting weekend. Obviously, uh, you know, wanted to make sure I didn't compete with the Masters tournament the weekend <laughs> before, so get as many eyeballs uh on my Instagram posts and Facebook as possible. So uh, I completely <laughs> surprised my girlfriend, which is cool. And now I have to get used to calling her my fiance, which I'm definitely not used to. So the scheduling struggle is real. During uh, my uh, nuptial planning, I, at one point I said the following. Well, we can't do that date. It's the President's Cup, which, <laughs> which is probably the only time that's ever, ever been, been said, said in the history. Even players in the President's Cup are like, "Oh, we could swing it that Saturday <laughs> evening, probably." The uh, the look on my then fiance's face was not great. So at least I hope you didn't bring up the Masters planning during. Uh, you know, was, in, in the back of my head, I knew I had to run the live blog with Powers. So you know, it was Masters week calls. was out of the question. Yeah, yeah. Man, man needs com- those priorities. I'm a company man, sure. so <laughs> sure um, thankfully she doesn't listen. To this podcast and <laughs> knows my priorities are with her and not uh, Ottawa. Good save, not the masters, but <laughs> good uh, save. Yeah, that no, was an exciting stuff. Uh, well, your face is a little red, so we'll, we'll turn the spotlight <laughs> to, to Mr. Powers. Chris, who's your number two guy? I'm going to go with uh, a, I guess a sleeper of sorts, Kevin Tway, who has done. I mean, he's made 11 out of 15 cuts this year, but I mean, nothing inside the top 25. Mm-hmm. But he, he's had a bunch of, like, brutal final rounds. He's cost himself at least, like, three or four top 10, top 25 finishes. I think at the Farmers, he was, like, three shots back, cutting the final round, and then he shot 76. Yeah. So Same thing I as Punta Cana, too. Yeah. He was in the mix yep. going into the final round. I think he just hasn't put it together all four rounds. And he he did do that here last year, tied for third, one of his best finishes on tour. Right. So maybe he can do it again this week see if he can get it going okay. i like his game he just hasn't put it together all four rounds Man. yet this year one yep. of the most talented guys yep. mm-hmm. uh, you know coming out of college at oklahoma state and his obviously his father was pga champion back in the day bob tway so no we we saw him kind of going the right direction last year we thought that breakthrough was coming then he kind yeah. of stalled out at the end of the year and yeah like as chris mentioned uh fourth rounds really been a struggle that he ranks 179th in sunday scoring wow. so Really, if he gets over that hurdle, I mean, the rest of the stats look pretty solid. And he's he's a really good par five player, ranks eighth in par five scoring. So the tools are there. It's just you hate to say it, try just the mental thing, looking at that disparity. So, right. um, but yeah, uh, I'm with you, Steve. You, you watch him on the range, and you go, how's this guy not top tening every week? He's yep. so solid. And you know, he's an Oklahoma guy, so you know the wind plays a mm-hmm. big factor here. So you know, you would think that that's uh, you know a factor in one of his strengths here, and why he finished so high last year too. Especially when we look at past champions like you know Kevin Chapel and you mentioned Hoffman, Jimmy Walker, really good wind player as mm-hmm. well. It, it definitely. 
definitely helps. So it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of really tap into you know his potential this week. Steve, how about you, number two guy? Number two guy for me is Billy Horschel. Uh, love his confidence, and he's a guy when his confidence is high, he's playing well. And he said last week after Harbortown, he found something. Uh, you know, and he's excited about his game going forward. And you look at his track record here; he has two third places and a T four in his last five uh, appearances here. And the other two were missed cuts, so he's clearly kind of a boomer bust guy. But the fact that he's so confident and uh, you know feels his game's in a good place, you know, I like him. You know, you could get him kind of cheap compared to other guys in his yep. price range if you're looking on uh, daily fantasy. So you know, I like him as a guy who can really go out there and win. I think. Two different people at Augusta told me you watch out for Horschel as a sneaky Ryder Cup pick. The way his game is huh. trending, and he's he's a he really is a, a bulldog in, in match play formats, kind of in that Brian yep. Harmon mentality. And after coming, I mean, he really should have got uh, a spot a couple of years ago when he won. Um, that's right. He won the FedEx Cup, and that's kind of the rule was put into place. Yeah, that was the Billy Horschel rule. Yeah, totally. And, and wait until after the Tour Championship. Yeah, now they've actually taken that back. It's not going to be that case this year. They're going to make the final pick before for that last week, so we don't have that. Ryan Moore, Kevin Chappell situation. <laughs> they kind of went too far, but no, I'm with you. His game's trending the right way, and after really a few years kind of in the wilderness, it seems like he's back into that you know top 30, top 40 player uh, that, that he really came to be a, a few years ago. So, number two guy for me, it's Brennan Steele. Uh, does have a win here in San Antonio, but really what kind of strikes me more is the tracker gets two other top tens, and he finished T13 just two years ago as well. So. This is the course that really speaks to him. Uh, he had a quick out at the Masters, but he's still playing well this year. Ranks fifth in strokes gain off the tee and 25th in strokes gain total. Throw in, as we mentioned a few times, the weak field. I think he's really about as safe as bad as you can yeah. get this week. He hits the ball so straight and pretty far relative to others. So mm-hmm. you know, definitely a track that should suit his game. Plus, already a win this year as well at the Safeway right. Open. So, Chris, how about you, third guy? I'm actually going to go with the guy you just mentioned, Jimmy Walker. Uh, he won here in 2015, beat Spieth by four shots that was one of his two wins that year uh, obviously he's had the Lyme disease issues but I think that's uh, continuing to improve mm-hmm. you know month by month week to week and uh, even with that last year he's still tied for 13th at uh, TBC San Antonio tied for third in 2010 I uh, made his last four cuts tied for 20th at Augusta uh, I mean he was on the last two Ryder Cup teams I think we forget that he won the PGA yeah yeah, he's. It's going to be a long shot to make the Ryder Cup this year, but you know if he gets it going this week and, and anything's possible, like you said, Horschel could be that guy. But uh, yeah, I like Jimmy Walker this week. It is a little startling still how much the majors are dependent on making the Ryder Cup team because really without that PGA win, Walker would have came nowhere close right. in 2016. But yeah, he played well at Hazeltine, so it yeah. wasn't a, a bad pick by any means. But yeah, I mean you're still seeing even this year, Brooks Kepka who's been out all year, is still in the top eight strictly off the Aaron Hills win last year. So. It really does kind of show you, as much as we like to think it's a campaign-long portrait, it really the four tournaments go away and really building the team for the fall. Um, but sorry, going a little off track. Steve, number two guy for you. Uh, last guy for me is Bo Hostler. The last time three they were, Yeah, number three, uh, Hostler. The last time they are in Texas, uh, we saw Hostler almost win and almost get to the Masters, but Ian Poulter crushed his heart. Uh, so they're back in Texas seemingly for like – you know, one of six tournaments this year. It seems like a third of the schedules yeah. in Texas. But anyway, uh, you know, Hostler had a decent finish last week. T16 was in the mix a bit. Uh, just someone who's trending up. And, you know, with this weak field, uh, you know, his game, 
he hits it real far off the tee and, uh, you know, Texas guy, so maybe this is his week. I think that was a big week for him at Houston because he was struggling in final rounds too a lot this mm-hmm, year. True, right. And then he kind of, yeah, I mean, he made the made the winning putt on Sunday. That's right. And then Poulter just daggered that him. one. So, yeah. I think that was a big day for him, so it's sooner or later it's going to happen for And sometimes uh, for those young guys, you kind of need to fall off a few times from right. the proverbial saddle to really get your bearings, and it's it's not easy. I know it, guys like Spieth and Justin Thomas have made winning as a you know early 20-year-old look. I mean, but it really takes a, some reps for these guys to yep. get a handle of their surroundings. And, you know, Hostler had such a bonnet, you know, amateur career that really almost last year was just getting back from that injury, and now that he's kind of full health again, we see the potential that really – he has in store right and to your point like a lot of these guys who have broken through they point to almost getting it done and kind of learning from those losing mm-hmm. you know situations to being able to get over the hump and finally win and winning at losing you know, our boss <laughs> sam wyman <laughs> has a book has a book for that so check that out on amazon but, uh maybe bo hostler you know could take a page from sam's book this week i think uh raises and promotions have already been settled steve a little i'm doing my part here <laughs> i got a wedding now to plan i mean <laughs> come on doing what i can every dollar every dollar counts well with that lead in my uh, final guy is siwoo kim who did fall short in the playoff last week at harbor town uh really kind of i mean he had the tournament in hand and the putting f- fell apart there on the back nine uh in hilton head but uh you know after so the players win last year. We thought, oh man, there's another young guy in the mix, and then he was unhurt. You know, we didn't hear a single thing from him the rest of the season. And uh, this year, he's quietly kind of come back. He has four top tens coming into this event. Uh, strokes gained really across the board are solid. I, I don't. I think this players, you know, for a little bit that players win last year looked like a really weird. Right. Oh boy, this kind is kind of an anomaly. Yeah, exactly. And now you're realizing, oh wait, no, this guy does have the game that kind of matched match well the performance we saw at sawgrass last year so uh this is the course that he doesn't necessarily have a great tracker track record at but man just from what we've seen from him this year and compared to the field he's playing against i think siwoo kim's a, a pretty decent bet this yeah. week he was so good tee to green it was just the putting mm-hmm. like you said i could sympathize with that <laughs> <laughs> chris three pup powers over here could definitely sympathize i fell so. for him on sunday watching the tape delayed coverage Yeesh. <laughs> found a kindred spirit uh so boys just wrapping up uh, any closing thoughts chris I mean, it's like you said, it's pre- pretty forgettable week. But uh, Kevin Nod did make a 16 here in 2011, oh, so wa- watch out for him on the ninth hole this week. Uh, it could be Paige use gold. <laughs> was that back in the woods? Was, that, was John Daly? Did he have a like a 16 at at this course, was or is that somewhere else? I think it was somewhere else. I'm yeah, not sure okay. it was at, yeah, it only goes at TBC in San Antonio. No. We should mention this will be the last week too, or last time we'll see this tournament in this part of the schedule next year. It's going to the week before the Masters, which. Right. You think it's a weak field this this week, man? <laughs> Next year, given the disparities between Augusta National and TP San, San Antonio, the reason the Houston Open's got such a nice field is because they've done so much to really correlate as much, much as you can, of course, to the Augusta National surroundings, um, and they've really accommodated the players well. It's I just feel bad. I feel like next year this could be a really almost yeah. an. All, alternate field type outlook which is maybe to say that get tony romo in the mix this is true for this tournament yeah. next year give him another shot <laughs> oh on that note uh thank you for listening uh, we'll be back next week uh, th- uh if you aren't subscribed to us please do so on apple itunes and thanks for listening